start officially. We'll start officially. Hello, do we want do we want drinks or anything? What do we I'm want? good. I'm drinking water because of my dick problem. Uh, <laughs> I need whiskey because of his dick problem. <laughs> yeah, he needs to be really drunk before I can fuck him. Wow. Look at that. Guitar Wank returns. Just when you thought we were dead. Damn. It has been a while. It has been... I'll tell you how long it's been, my friends. It's been since... Uh, wow. August 28th. Wow. It was on my birthday. Last year. August 28th. 2022 was the last official Guitar Wank, which was episode 263. This one is episode 264. You don't really care. I can't believe you're even bothering listening to this one. But uh, we are back. I don't know how long for. Maybe just this one. I don't know. I was expecting amazing things to get back in the room with Scott and Bruce. And quickly, it all went back to the old way. <laughs> just uh yeah anyway there you go welcome to episode 264 of guitar wank 2023 our only episode for 2023 this so thus far and we're running out of time it's pretty amazing i think it's amazing i think it's amazing that we actually decided to do another one we got everyone back in the room back in the studio in north hollywood and uh yeah, rekindled the amazing uh, chemistry we had from past episodes. If you are new to Guitar Wank and you're just discovering this episode, this podcast, we were around when podcasts barely existed and then we disappeared for a long time. But anyway, we are back for this episode and uh, thank you for joining us. Due to popular demand and requests and just the emails constantly, constantly asking when are you guys going to do another guitar wank? Mother dearest, I'm sick of your emails. You've been blocked, and uh, but you have won this battle. So uh, there you go. Thanks, Mum, for reaching out <laughs> and requiring another guitar wank. At least one in 2023. So as you can hear, Bruce and Scott are with us, uh, and uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm kind of thinking I should just ramble on like I used to back in the olden days, but no, I won't put you through that. But a big shout out to uh, some serious Guitar Wank fans, Ulf, mate, miss ya. Uh, who else we need to do? Josh Smith, say g'day to Josh. Uh, and uh, and uh, Joe Bonamassa, they're out there on the road. They've got two of Guitar Wank alumni uh, on the show on their tour with them. Danielle D'Andrea, a backup singer extraordinaire, and uh, and Kyle D'Andrea, Danielle's husband, who's uh, looking after Joe's guitars, guitar tech. So they're kicking ass out on the road. Fantastic. Good to hear that. Uh, what else is going on? We still haven't got Michael Landau. Mike, if you're listening to the show, come on, mate. You, me, let's sit down and and just hash this out. We've got to get through this shit. Come on, mate. <laughs> I want to catch up with Mike. I want to hang out with Mike. He seems like the only, left, only guitarist left on the planet who I really want to talk to. But anyway. All right. Um, let's get into it. I apologize. Uh before we start the show because uh, your expectations may be high and uh, we are seriously going to crush them and you'll be asking yourself at the end of this podcast why why did they come back and um, I have no answer anyway sit back and enjoy it's good to have you here the three of you that are listening really appreciate it and um, if you want us to do more you got to let us know because this is painful it was painful for me I think it was painful for the old guys. They are getting up in age now. Things are slowing down. I have to keep nudging them, waking them up. It's like, guys, we're doing a podcast. Can you talk? Can you give me some information, something interesting? It's like pulling teeth sometimes. Anyway, all right, guys, let's get into it. Guitar Wank, episode 264. Will there be 265? It is really up to you. Remember, we have a Patreon page. (laughs) 
you can just go send us money and we will continue to do something. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to me ramble. See, I did ramble. That'll teach you if I come back. All right. Doesn't this feel like you're in a doctor's office waiting to go in? Hmm. Let the pain begin. Scraped it instantly. You can see it went from pleasure to pain. Yeah. Like, that's some serious SM you're giving me right here, honey. It's like, should we just join an SM club? Or How much what? do I have to pay you for this? And ladies and gentlemen, on that note, we suck guitar wink. Wow, we survived everything. No one died. And we are still here. Congratulations, wow. guys. I thought... Well, it's good to be back. I man. thought one of us would go. Unbelievable. Right. <laughs> Scott tried to, but, you know... I got COVID on the road. It wasn't bad because I'd been vaccinated, so it wasn't a big wasn't deal. bad. Yeah, it wasn't a big deal. I mean, I, I was trying to think before. Was it 2000? We didn't do it in 2020 because that's when COVID hit. Yeah, in and March, yeah. it hit. We might have done so. it early 2020. Yeah. Fucking eh. Yeah, man. Shit. It's so good to see you guys and good be back you, in the studio. Yeah, the original spot, everything's the same, kind of not. <laughs> <laughs> everything's Nothing's completely different. Nothing yeah. is the same. Yeah. You guys might have got younger. I got a little older. You actually look younger because you, oh, sh- I shaved. you shaved and you look super young now. I had the grizzly bear. Yeah, you were, you were grizzly Adams for a little while. <laughs> And yeah, none of that made me wiser. I actually was probably more stupid than ever. So it didn't help the appearance. It's so good to see you guys. We could have done this by Zoom, but Uh, it wouldn't have been the same, right? You know, Zoom is one of the reasons I bailed, because I just don't like it. I hate it. It is. It's sad. It's so fucking lame. Yeah. You know, it's not it's the same. just not the same, man. It's not. And even when we had guests on, I mean, we did a few shows with the Zoom, but... Wasn't the same. It's, it's like having was, people on the couch yeah. and talking no, and, and drinking, shit. yeah, drinking yeah. shit and fighting traffic, you know, yeah. all that fun stuff. Not Dodging not bullets here in North right. Hollywood. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, so man. where do we start? I have I, no I know where to start. Where? I ours. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I, I no, t- I'm joking. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I could talk for an hour about that because no. that is the one thing that has actually finally happened in my life. I just did an album using IOS. My whole album. Not one fucking speaker on the record. And, and well, actually, maybe there's speakers on two tunes, and then the rest of it is all IRs, and you cannot hear the difference. So. You know, if anybody out there wants to know about them, I, I'm the guy to ask. Explain to me again. I'm still not sure what an IR is. It's the capture of... It's like an electronic capture of a mic placement on a speaker. Right. Yeah. Well, what I found out basically through trial and error is, <laughs> that, is, that, yeah. is that if you want something that sounds good and you're going to be happy with it and it just sounds like a, re- a real speaker, most of the IRs out there will do it. I mean, you know, um, Celestion... Well, I can't say that. I'm not a big fan of Celestion IRs. I think York Audio has the best ones. Oh, yeah, they're great. They're great. And, you know, he has millions of them that sound really good. But what I sort of found out that is if you have a signature sound that you... If if it's not that sound, it's going to sound broken to your ears, then you really need to have your own cabinet captured. Because otherwise you won't be happy. Right. So I sent my cabinet to Nashville, my Carrie Wright cabinet. I sent it to Nashville. And they did. And Justin York from yep. York Audio. Oh wow. Made a Scott Henderson pack of IRs, and he. The one thing that was interesting is that I sent him the exact chart and dimensions of where I put the mic. That did not work because my room is not his room. Right. So right. room difference. So at first we were disappointed. We were saying, no, that doesn't sound like it. Yep. So I said, here's what you need to do. Start at the center, go like an eighth of an inch out and give me like 20 captures going right, give me 20 captures going up, give me 20 captures going down, give me 20 captures going to the left. 
right? Yeah. And we went through all of them. What we found out was that his captures going up equaled mine going to the right. Wow. So basically, to make a long story short, he, the, he sent he me. The, he had the cabinet on the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had it upside down. <laughs> but to make a long story short, he finally got a bunch of IRs that we couldn't hear the difference between the cabinet and the IR. Me and my friends, we would sit around and listen and we would go, okay, that's the speaker cabinet. Click, no, that's the speaker cabinet. No, that's the IR. No, sorry, it isn't. That's the speaker cabinet. So we could not tell the difference. And, wow. and now I just did a whole record and I was recording at five o'clock in the morning and nobody could hear it. And you, you love know, it? I love it, it's amazing. I, my room is getting windows next next month. You know, like I don't have to have a, 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 a room with no windows in it. It's awesome, man. If we could go back so fucking cool. to the first IR episode that we ever yeah. talked about it, which was probably episode one, yeah. <laughs> we would hear Scott complain about it and that, and now to this day, look where See? we're how they far progress. we've come. They finally progress. did it. And the cool thing is, is that if you live in an apartment, you know, this totally works. So, yeah. so, um, and and if you did want to have the IRs that I'm using, you could get that pack for sixteen bucks on York's site. Really, sixteen bucks. Oh, dude! I'll tell you something else that I love about it. Not only do the he has like a separate Scott Henderson folder that are like my personal mic placements that I like. Yep. But then he's got his regular mic placements that probably more rock guys would like because they're a bit darker. Because you know how the rock guys usually have their tone control all the way on 10. Yep. You know, so they're probably going to prefer the normal duller sounding speakers. My my IRs are a bit bright because I turn the tone control down on my guitar or something. Right. But, but the cool thing is that not only do you get all these speakers, but you get his incredible collection of microphones. Because yeah, I've, wow. I've, I've um, never really liked my clean sound very much because a 57 is a great mic for distortion, but for clean, it's kind of puny sounding. Right. So he's got this one cabinet that I love even more than mine. He's got this Bogner 4x12 cabinet with greenbacks, or I think maybe it's vintage 30s with a 414 mic, which is one of those really beautiful condenser yeah, mics. Cool things, yeah. And the clean sound is so much fuller and fatter and more pristine sounding. The high end is so beautiful. And there you go, you know, you get a great choice of like, He's got Neumann 47s, 67s, all these gorgeous Killer condenser mics. mics. Yeah. So not only that, and one more, I, I'm, then I'm done, but one more really great quality about IRs. <laughs> Bruce is already asleep. <laughs> but you can turn the amp up louder yeah. because you don't have any cone cry problems. Right. Because, you know, with my Marshall and a 412 cabinet, I was able to get my amp up to about five and a half, and then I'd start hearing that wheezing from the speakers like they're about to fucking die. Right. You know, because I'm just playing them so loud. And now with IRs, I can turn my amp up to six, and you can really hear the difference between five and a half and six. You get a bigger, fatter, the tubes are working a little bit harder, and no cone cry. Wow. So, so tell nice. me just quickly, what's the difference between, say, an IR and then... Like you look at the Oxbox and all these other things where they just, you pick a cab. Is that just cabs with IRs in them? Well, like, no, they're just IRs. They're, they're just, just IRs. They call of, them cabs. Yeah, so. they're just different IRs. Like when you go on Justin's site, you could choose from a number of, I think he's got probably 20 to 30 IR packs. Like one would be like, say, if you wanted a 212 basement cabinet. Right. You could buy that for 14 So bucks. you buy the pack and you're getting all the mic'd positions yes for that cabinet yeah probably for that cabinet you're getting a uh, if you bought one cabinet you would get a total of about 200 irs oh, wow. which would be all the different mic placements with all the different mics right to, to choose from That's so crazy. you have quite a few a big palette of colors there to choose from just from buying one cabinet wow. then of course he's got one by 12 cabinets two by 12 cabinets four by 12 cabinets all of different makes and models with different speakers in them so you could get a Bogner cabinet with greenbacks. You could get a Bogner cabinet with vintage 30s. You, you know, you sound like Bubba Shrimp right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so my particular IR cabinet is greenbacks because right. that's my favorite speaker. So it's a Carry Wright cabinet, which you would it's, never be able to find these days because they're, you know, Carry's dead and, yeah. and that would be extremely expensive to buy one. 
So you can have a carry right cabinet with greenbacks in it, and it sounds exactly like the real thing. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. I've, I'm I've really happy the, about it. Do you know the quad cortex? Do you know that? Yes, I know that. Yeah, it's a good amp modeler. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I captured that, and it sounds exactly... I captured, Bruce, captured Bruce's Dumble. I captured yep. my Vibroverb 63 model. Amazing. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I've never heard one at my house. All but, your pedals? You, yeah. You destroy, you capture them, you yeah. put all your pedals in the box. But I was just talking to someone, they saying you have to do the IRs, the custom IRs, because it takes it even to the next level. So Well, I have people that have written me and told me that they have used my Carry Right IRs with the Quad Cortex oh, wow. and with the Axe Effects and with other Mothers. things that just take wave files, which is what an IR file is. It's just yeah. a wave file. That yeah. if, you, if you play it in the finder, it goes... <laughs> That's what it sounds like. So it's they're not like, using an amp or anything when they capture these. What they are using, if I'm not wrong, I might be wrong about this, but I think what they try to do is they try to put a sweep, you know, like oh, a, very, right. yes, a yeah. very low tone going all the way up to something that only dogs can hear yep. and then down low again. And they try to use a power amp that has no color in it whatsoever. Right, right, yeah. So that it's like a transistor power amp that offers no color. And then they run it, run that sweep through the cabinet and then somehow with all their scientific shit that they do, turn it into an right. impulse response. Wow. That shows you how much I know about well, look it. Look at that, guys. We got the IRs out of the way straight yeah, up. Yeah, but we're done. All the years. And guess what? We're done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> you can just go to care, you can just go to York Audio and buy them. I like, and it's like, that's I like it. those guys. I bought a bunch it. of stuff yeah. with them. That's Fantastic. It. One more thing. Sorry. <laughs> okay. One more thing. I have to say this. The 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 IR player is really important. I used to think that an IR player was basically like a CD player. You put the CD in it, and all it's going to sound the same. Right. Not true. Um, you've got to have a really good load box, yep. like you know, to fool the amp into thinking it's a real speaker. Uh, so obviously, Sir makes the best one. Everybody Sir knows that one. the yep. Sir Reactive Load is yep. the is the holy grail of amp foolers. Right. You know, so because when you pick soft, it's just as soft as a speaker and it has all the dynamics of a real speaker. Yeah. But the IR player is really important because if the most of the these IRs are 500 milliseconds long. Wow. So if you put them in some piece of shit software like the Celestion Speaker I, uh, Mix Pro yep. or Tor Two Notes Torpedo Wall of Sound, it's going to truncate those IRs to be about 30 milliseconds and they're going to sound like shit. Right. So, mix IR can play eight seconds of sounds. That's like you could play a long reverb in one of those. So, five hundred milliseconds is nothing. Yeah, yeah. So it's important to have a good, good IR player. player, so you can capture the whole essence of the IR, the whole five hundred milliseconds, because the bass is at the end. That's what we hear le the last. Right. 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 So if you've got less than 500 milliseconds, you're probably not going to hear the bass. Right. And it's going to sound small. small. And, and yeah. Well, there you go, ladies. That's it. I'm That's done. It. Well, good night. I'm done, Bruce. That's, let's talk about amazing. Charlie Parker. That was amazing. Good night. It's been two right. years, so it's, we might as well go home now. now. Bruce gets his time to talk about Charlie Parker. Let's go. One, <laughs> two, three, go. Bird's word. <laughs> I can't remember the last show. I should have looked it up. Whatever. Maybe the listeners, the two listeners out there now, because we've lost them all, because we don't right. exist. Maybe they can tell us what was the last. Oof. Our friend in Sweden, Ulf, will be able to tell us what episode was the last episode in Prohibition Studios with us guys before the world ended. Yeah, man. We have a fire, a crackling fire going. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, um, the, the COVID thing was fucking rough. I mean, nobody worked for two years, right? It was I mean, pretty shit. Well, I remember a call with Bruce. <laughs> and Bruce is like, well, fucking that's it. That's it. It's all done. It's not coming yeah. back. We're done. Yeah. We're not going to be playing anymore. It's like, it was dire. It was Great. dark, man. Was bad, I, man. I, I am so, I feel so fortunate that I have teaching skills because I had students. Well, and that's I had, it. I had fell back on that, right? I had we all Zoom. hunkered down and started at practicing. One, at one time, I had over 90 Zoom students, <laughs> you know, and I was teaching like four or five lessons a day on Zoom. Wow. And, and doing that every day. For quite a long time. And, and Bruce, and, you were uh, the same. Yeah. You were doing... We all, we're all well, doing Well, there was that. I mean, for me, actually, you know, of course, 
the, the, the medical aspect of so many people getting sick, so many people losing their jobs, so much hardship. It, it was horrible. And I, I miss my friends. I miss working. Didn't really miss airplanes and airports, but I miss most of it. And um, But there were elements of it that really were kind of great for me. I mean, yeah, of course, the teaching. I, I don't mind teaching on Zoom. I think there's a lot of positives to teaching on Zoom. You know, obviously you can't play together, but there are there's enough positives that I could really... I felt like I got a lot of progress and a lot of work, great work done with my students. But also for me, you know, I'd already kind of been going in a solo direction, playing a lot more solo, both gigging and otherwise with the red guitar and stuff. So being alone and just playing my guitar and working on shit from a solo perspective kind of gave, you know, I had that time now to really, you know, whereas if I'd had a bunch of gigs, I would have been chasing gigs. I was home working on my solo stuff, so on that level, it was really a good. It, you know, there was that was a positive. Also, um, the TV show I did at my house twice a week. I was, I was, <laughs> That's right, I was, I was, you know, so I was still doing a gig. Yeah, I was doing two gigs, cross. and I and I was writing material for it. Yeah, you know, and and doing it. Also, I started that first course of the day. Yeah. on Instagram, which is still going. I've got over well over a thousand courses up. You know, with and, what close to twenty thousand subscribers? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and um, and and then you know that book that just came out. You know, of of only sixteen of those that were transcribed and whatever. So you know, and it, and it was really good for me to kind of just stop and think. I I never really thought it was over. I just thought it was a pause. You know, and um, while I but I guess maybe I'm just optimistic and I just made the most out of a shit sandwich. You know, it just, it, but there were things I, I learned, I developed a lot of skills that I wouldn't have taken the time to develop, you know, because I'd have been out working. Well, you also became... I'd been driving my car somewhere. You became an even more amazing cook, right? I got into cooking at the beginning. I think everybody kind of did the sourdough starter thing, but I, <laughs> I, I just did a different thing. Yeah, I, I became a better, a, well, a better cook, yes. Yeah, and... We are behind the eight ball on even discussing this topic right now because pretty much everyone has already talked about the whole that thing. But this is our first yeah. episode since. Yeah. You know what? I have to say one thing. It was the same for me. I have no desire to be a solo guitarist. None. Right. Zero. But when I was home alone, it made me want to play my guitar by myself. Even though I had no desire to ever do it in front of people. Yeah. It made me want to say, like, okay, I have all these harmony things in my head, these concepts and ideas in my head, but my instant access to it isn't really very good. So what I wanted to do was improve that. So I sat down every day and just played with no tune or nothing, but just how, where can I go harmonically that's interesting, that hopefully is a bit innovative, that's just something you know what right. i mean something that's me that you know so it was actually opposite from playing a standard you know or a tune that's already written let's just see if i can sit down my guitar and make some music that no one's ever heard before right. right and that helped me write this music for this album so most of the music on this new album was written in real time instead of the way i usually write which is like Let's try this chord. Nope. Hate it. <laughs> let's try this chord. Nope. Hate it. Okay. Let's try this one. Nope. Hate it. And then finally you get to one that, hey, that's good. I'll use that one. Right. right? So I got kind of so much better than I was. I'm still no Keith Jarrett. That's for damn sure. But I got to the point where I could sit down on my guitar and come up with some harmony that I could actually use in a tune, like in real time. And that's something that I wasn't very good at before, but COVID and being home alone with my guitar, it helped me in that way. So basically what so, you guys are saying, the millions and millions of people that died, it was worth it because... <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that's exactly the way we want to put it. Well, that's... Yeah. Hey, yeah, some people have sacrificed for my art. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But so there were positive things. You know, there, right. was, there were some positive things to it. I can't say I missed the airports in the in the travel either but then again the first time i went back on the road i was like oh wow this is fun 
to play every night. But wasn't it? Didn't you guys have the that moment? Great. The playing's great. I'm not. But I mean, didn't you have sometimes. that moment when you got into a crowded space for the first time and a bit of a panic attack? Because I know no, I did. No, I no, because we were airport. we were vaccinated by that point. Well, I got into I, an airport. And I'm I a jazz out. musician. I'm never in a crowded space. <laughs> <laughs> you know what was weird? What I noticed that was not so much the gig. It was selling CDs after the gig. Because you're very close to people and they're right in your face. So, you, you know, you can wear a mask if you want to, but that's not going to really... When they get really close, they're like, yeah. my name's Yeah, Harry, exactly. And I right? love you. And I want to buy a CD right and spitting in your face. And it's like, you're okay, like, this is a little bit weird. You know? We went through some weird shit. The last few years, I feel like it's still... It's ever since... Douchebag was coming down the escalator. That's when the world spun off its axis. Yeah. And shit went weird. We got the yeah. pandemic and yeah. now we've got all these wars. We've got all this positive stuff going on that just sucks. I just had a concert cancel in Israel because of the war, but not because of the war, because the promoter is a fucking coward. Because those people in Israel, they are fearless. You know, there's some bullshit going on over there all the time. Right. right? This is a bad one. Right. But there's always some kind of thing, some kind of threat looming, right? And it doesn't stop those people from going out and having a good time, right? right? Yeah. So my friends in Tel Aviv tell me if I had a play there, my show would my show would have been sold out. But the promoter got nervous, uh, and and he's a pussy. Right. He's just you know he's using the war as an excuse to right. pull the gig. Yeah. So fuck him. We're gonna play in India instead. So, but it's sad because have you guys, have you you guys know, been to? Israel? I've been there three times. Oh, three times. Yeah. It's beautiful, it's, right? Fuck, it's the most fun place to play ever. It's yeah. great. Yeah. And and I was really looking forward to, to playing there, and I'm so... I apologize to everyone in Tel Aviv. This is not my fault. I didn't cancel the gig. The fucking promoter did, and we're yeah. so pissed off at him. It's When like, was that gig? It was going to be on April 13th. Oh, wow. It's a ways out. It's... You know what? It's like... My friends over there say none of the clubs are closed. Everybody's out partying. Really? Yes. I mean, they're always... They don't let this kind of shit bug them, I guess man. the people in the Gaza Strip aren't... It's a no, no, but, but we're talking they're about... They're bombing. They're bombing. Yeah. 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 But I mean, yeah. you know, no. I mean, no flights to Tel Aviv are canceled. It's just like... It yeah. just sucks because I had already bought tickets and, and, you know, I lost some money on airline tickets. Uh, but, but, you know, it's yeah. just whatever it is, but... I'm sad because I wanted to go there. I haven't been there in a long time, and it was going to really be fun. Damn. And yeah, whatever. That sucks, man. It just kind of sucks, man. But but you guys, I mean, both, I know, Bruce, you were, you, I mean, when it picked up again, it seems like everyone got busy. I've been busier than I've ever been. It's been nonstop. Yeah. Yeah, me too, actually. That's awesome. It's been really good ever since, ever since everything finally came back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Has any, what... What's the biggest thing? Have you seen any big changes? I mean, besides the obvious, but anything that ha- is ain't going back to what the Italy, way it was? Italy. Italy changed. So many clubs closed, and they're not going to reopen. But it, that's happened a lot of places, right? It's I I for to me the biggest the biggest hits as far as like just places to play that aren't there anymore for me personally, Italy and Brazil. Yeah. Like. Not much going on in Brazil. I haven't been asked to come back, and when they have asked me, it it was just such low offers that we no way we could do it. And then, what used to be, you know, fifteen or twenty gigs in Italy has turned into like five if we're lucky. Wow! Because they're just a lot. So many clubs closed. Yeah. And I guess that happened in New York as well, right? Because well, some yeah, clubs in New York did close. Yeah, some did, but you know, yeah. I, I mean, I think. What's kind of happened in a bigger way, you know, is like when, when an event like this happens, it's sort of like a clear, it's like a forest fire. It clears the forest of a lot of dead wood. And um, like coming back, I noticed that a lot of the older guys than me are not on the scene anymore. You know, whether they just got a little bit older and they laid off for a couple of years and so they're... You know, it's one thing to lay off when you're 60 or 40 or 30, but when you're 70 and you take t- three years off playing, you know what I mean? It's it's like it's harder to come back. And in that time, 
with the internet proliferating everything, the young kids were there in front of everybody, and the older guys were off the scene. You know, if you weren't on the internet, you weren't on the scene. And if you're off the scene for a couple of years and you're older, and then all of a sudden a lot of the older clubs start kind of challenged, you know, and the new ones come in and they're not looking to do what the old clubs, you know, it's like, it's like a, there's a, we're, we're experiencing now a change. Yeah. And, if, and, you know, yes, and the older, a lot of the dead wood, the older stuff, the old forest is going to kind of get replaced by new stuff. And we're in that interim period where everybody's trying to figure out how to do it, what to do. And, and I've noticed that the older cats, my age and a little bit older, the ones that are still doing so well were kind of like me and the, like, I, okay, I did my Grumps TV show and I, and I did been doing the first course of the day and I'm posting here or there, you know what I mean? I'm still in people's face. I'm still teaching a lot, you know what I mean? I'm keeping, a com, you know, the community thing going so that now that things are back to order no one forgot about me yeah. and, and like there wasn't a whole new group of people to take over and and a lot of those clubs yeah a lot of them were run by older cats that you know just like didn't after a couple of bad years they just said what am I going to come back and start over again you know I don't feel like doing that and we're waiting for the new guys to kind of grow up and mature so that they're ready to take over that space and too busy gaming you know, I have to say I didn't experience that, but but I can understand how some people would because I I was completely internet. I was not on the internet these last three right. years at all. You know, I mean, but I don't think people. But you're Scott Henderson. It's not helping. It, it didn't hurt. I don't think it hurt because I've done I've done two like really big tours, and it didn't hurt. You know, to in fact, I had more sold out shows last year than I ever have. Wow, that's awesome. So, because I think people were so, I think absence makes the heart go fonder. So when they don't see you for a while, and they don't hear for you from a while, they're ready to come and see your show. Maybe. Well, there were no shows you know. for a while. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, so I think they're just ready to, to come out and yeah. go to some I, shows. There, and, there is that you know, part, but yeah. again, back to yeah. why those clubs are gone, is like, these clubs had a couple of hard years, the guys are older, running their club. They don't want to. They just don't want to go down that road anymore. Right. Yeah. And they're, we're waiting for the new people to come along. And yeah, you're Scott Henderson, so you're going to have a far better chance to come back than a guy who's not as well known. You know what I mean? Who didn't keep his I face guess. in yeah. the game? When are, you, when are you guys planning to play the Sphere in Las Vegas? Oh yeah, that's just uh, tomorrow, and then Actually, the, I have the whole house gig there. <laughs> I'm going Sente, so I can't wait. Oh, I'm actually playing fun. the bubble. Yeah, I'm actually playing the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Instead a, of the sphere? There's a, yeah. there's yeah. a bubble, there's a bubble uh, Airbnb at a Joshua Tree. You can rent that. Oh, that's great. And you sleep in that and play that game. Uh, that would yeah. be cool. You know, I'm into bubbles. Just, I'm, I'm cool with bubbles. I've got a good tour in, in February. We start February 10th in Poland, and we have six weeks in Europe, and then we have two and a half weeks in China. And then, China. In, and then India. Wow. So it's like a nice tour. That, so, that'd be cool. But you know what? This It helps to have a new record because sometimes you can't get that many gigs if you don't have a new record. So right. this time we have a new oh, record I, I and that's going to help. What's, does it have a name? Yeah, it's called Carnival. Is it out? And it's not out. It'll be out February 2nd. Wow. But it's done. It's done? Yeah, it's done. And it's, wow. and it's just waiting to be released. Like the press release is out and all that shit. So one thing I... I I, I'm really happy about is that I, I left CD Baby, now called Digital Baby, <laughs> because they don't do CDs anymore. So that's why I left. Babies come for digital. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, the, so, so yeah, I. Yeah, left. That's redundant, Digital Baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you can't do it. Well, you you, you have to pay somebody. For the <laughs> exactly. <You're> right. <laughs> so, so this new company that I'm with, they're called Amplified. And they're oh, okay. basically a distributing company, but they're partners with Allied, which is actually the biggest CD distribution in the United States, maybe in the world, I think. So that's really cool because they realize that for people like me, the CD thing is not far. It's far from over. Really? Oh, yeah. Far Only from over. Only because yeah. you're selling CDs directly to people at gigs and stuff like that? Yes, but also through distributors. Yeah, but I, lots of people are buying CDs. 
Are they? Yes, big time. Why? Because they sound good. Because they sound better than that bullshit streaming crap. Right. Well, that makes you I, know, I can't people, argue with people that. People want to, music that sounds good. What about vinyl? Are well, vinyl vinyl's hard, man, because you know I was a lot of people have asked me about vinyl, and I really investigated it, and there's just no way to make a profit from it, unfortunately. And it's really it's a long wait to get it done, too, right? It's a long wait, and the thing is, is if you've got a, an album like one of my albums, which is like I don't know seventy minutes of music, you'd have to make a double because you can only fit like 35, 40 minutes of music on a vinyl, so right. you'd have to make a double set, which makes it even more expensive to make. And then it's just, you know, hard to ship because you got to have a pizza box. Yeah, and then half of them yeah. warp. And yeah, they warp. If you if you don't have an air-conditioned room to store them in for the rest of the year when you don't sell them, they'll warp. And it's just not worth it. So, so you're uh, telling me vinyl's not going to... It's not, no, the, no, no, I'm it's not, not the way of the doing future. Really well. Vinyl's going really well. It's just that it. if you're somebody like me who doesn't have a lot of money yeah. and uh, to, to invest in that, then it's it's... Yeah, I know. I saw that Jack, you know Jack White from the White Stripes. That guy. I know who it is. Yeah, he bought he bought a vinyl making company, like make the company, and he said he for his to, his album to even get done, he has to get to the end of the line, and it takes so long to get through. Yeah, I, I investigated vinyl companies in Czech Republic, Poland. Um, where you can get them done the cheapest, yeah, and they're still mega expensive. Right. I just... do have uh, vinyl of my last record still available. There's about 20 of them left. Wow. I sold 200. Wow. That's now, a lot, you... man. That's really good. What are you selling good. them for? Uh, I think 20 or 25. You have to go on my website that's, to see. That's cheap. Yeah, that's not that much. No, I, I don't like to... Re- yeah, I don't like to. You know, I don't like people to pay. You don't money. like to make money. Well, see, the thing is, is if you did, if I did a then double I have to pay one, taxes. it would be like the <laughs> cheapest thing I got was about twenty dollars per. I don't know. I don't remember what I paid wow. per, per oh. unit, but it, it, it wasn't quite that so high. But it was I guess when you think high. about it, because what is after CD? It's just straight to digital well, streaming, right? right, right? right, right. Well, one Except of the, for audio file. One of the things. One of the things that I'm offering on this new album that I couldn't offer before is a mastered 96k version. So on, that, what on CD? No. Oh just no. A on, download. Oh download. So they can go on my website and they can just go send me the 96k mastered version and I can send it to them. Oh, that's pretty. Because you, do, you can't do by email. File? You have to do like a Dropbox. A Dropbox, yeah, yeah or send it from Hightail or something. Right? Is that a WAV file or AIM? It'd be like a way. It would be like each song would be a separate WAV file. Right. And if you put them in a DAW or something, you know, you, yeah. um, and you line them up right next to each other, you would have the exact amount of space between tunes that are on the CD. Yeah. So it would be like having a real CD to listen That's to. That's really cool. But, but you don't charge extra for that. No, 20 bucks. That's yeah. great. 96K. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, 96K sounds a lot better than 44K. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, right? It sounds big amazing. Sounds mu- much more 3D. Yeah. Sounds really big and spatial. Now, it's you nice. guys haven't done any... Um, uh, like like with the Apple surround sound or the what are they? No, called? no, but I do I know somebody I think I do know somebody that did that. I can't remember who it is now, but they did it. And they said they love it. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. I don't want a guitar over there and then one over there back there. So well it's it's it seems pretty cool. Yeah. Last time I heard that was at the Barbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys have seen that movie. And I hope oh, I love something. I love that movie. I want to see it again. It was so good. I think my favorite mo- moment was when the, the president said something about motherfucker, and they sh- and they showed the little Mattel logo over her mouth and bleeped it out. That was so funny. I have you seen Oppenheimer? Yeah, I saw Barbie and Oppenheimer on the same day. Did you see Oppenheimer at the IMAX? Uh, no. Yes, I did. Oh, how was it? Well, Oppenheimer's a different kind of flick, man. No, it's, it's, of course, yeah. not, it's not a very emotional movie. It's more like a documentary. Yeah. So it was kind of depressing, but great, right? It was really, really well done, but I wouldn't. It didn't stir anything in me. 
it was very non-emotional. Right. You know, right. whereas Barbie was kind of highly emotional for a comedy. <laughs> you know, there was a lot. It was a very relevant movie. A lot of men it thought cool. it was men bashing. Oh, I, I didn't. I, I, so. I, I, I feel like that's kind of why I went to see it. Is why it, why so many men had their panties in a bow. I know. It was, seriously, and, and, and it was just really funny. I it mean, was funny as hell, man. Was awesome. Wasn't Ryan Gosling the best? It was funny. He was killing. He was killing. This is so cool that you guys have that attitude because I saw, and I don't know what men are complaining about this but seriously if you're complaining about the Barbie movie, Barbie movie you need to take your panties off it, but you've right, got a right, small right. dick God, if you're complaining you know, I mean, the about Simpsons that, is yeah. worse Simpsons oh yeah awesome. the Simpsons sure. is more man bashing yeah, than Barbie for yeah, sure yeah I agree is. I tell you and, yeah. and, and I love and, and Oppenheimer I thought it was a good movie I thought it was a good two movies actually right I wish they'd have decided to stay with one it was too way too long for right. me yeah. I, I'm, I'm not I'm trying to think of the last time a movie that long was worth sitting for um, that was my big problem I would have liked to have seen just a really good movie about the time about the development of the bomb or a really good movie about him dealing with like not liking the, what they were doing with the bomb and that he didn't you know he didn't invent that shit for that reason you know what I mean and fighting that that would be another great movie but the two together to me it just like dissipated into I just felt like I was in a marathon. Yeah, it was like two movies. It I wasn't bored, but at the same time, I felt the same as long. Bruce. But it was, it was good to watch. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 I know. I'm glad. Amazing. I mean, it reminded me of all this stuff that I really would like to know more about. Yeah. Right. I was I was actually very educated when I saw it. I was like, I had no idea that that's what actually how it went down. Wow. So I was like, yeah. wow, this is really interesting. I had no I, clue. I, I haven't still haven't seen yeah, it. It's good. Still, it's worth seeing I, for I, sure. It's long, though. In, yeah, in, in my long. opinion, it's two movies, and it, it should have been made. Where my company, we did the trailer for it. If you have so, a choice... Well, that was too long, too, by the yeah, way. That was too long, yeah. too. <laughs> if you have a choice <laughs> what, between... What was it, five seconds? Three and a half seconds. Three, three and a half seconds. seconds. You saw well, the whole you, movie. You said everything in two seconds. What the I fuck? Know they give way too much away in the trailer. I would have to say, if you had a choice between Oppenheimer and Evil Dead Rise, I would oh, go to Evil, Evil Dead, Dead Rise. Rise. <laughs> that was way better. Oh, I yes, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of all Evil Dead. It was really good. Evil Dead Rise was awesome, man. Oh man. That's yeah, that's cool. Well, that's good to hear. Um, so we're all living in. Well, you guys, you guys are still living in the same places. Yeah. I moved around a bunch. Yeah, well, yeah. I live mostly in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a question for you. I think we're at around two hundred and fifty shows. Okay. I think. Okay. I have to look. Yeah. But can we name every guest that we've had on this show? No, um, I mean, yeah, eventually we might be able to, but we, yeah, yeah. so but many. Why? <laughs> I can tell you who we never. Well, maybe did. I'll get the listeners to that with someone on off. This is for off. Yeah. I can tell you who we didn't have on the show: George fucking Benson. That's who. God well, damn it. We, there's a few people that I still want before <laughs> I we wanted all, George. Me too. Before we before <laughs> we leave the, the planet, we didn't have. can we please Schofield get? Feel we didn't have. I think yeah. George Benson would be great. Yeah. And I want to come back to this. I want the go. I want Landau. You want Landau? I want Landau. He's Mike. never going to do it in a million years. Mike will do it. I think Mike would do it. He might. I don't know, man. Come Mike's, on, Mike. Mike's, I know he listens to the show. He's a big well, fan. Well, let's oh. let's not talk about this shit. Who knows? All right. You know, well, who knows? I mean, if, if this is what we're going to get back together and talk about the <laughs> women we didn't, I mean, the men we didn't, whatever. You have on the show. Yeah, and let's not talk about Trump because I, I, I don't want to jinx no, him going to prison. Jinx it, don't jinx it. <laughs> I want to see him go to jail so bad. If he goes to prison, I'm going to have the biggest party at my house ever. <laughs> <laughs> he won't. He's a cockroach. He's, he'll survive. And you know, he might be our next president because yeah. you don't know, man. Remember, it was me going, he'll never be president. And then look what happened. So I'm People not going to say shit. That now. I'm not saying shit because uh, he hey, may be our next president. Shit's got weird. I'm Man. waiting for the aliens to arrive. That's the next thing that <laughs> that has to happen. I That's got to so. happen. The aliens are coming. Well, I hope they're not like the the aliens in um, Independence Day. <laughs> oh, <and laughs> Let's we'll hope they're like the Close Encounter. Mars Mars attacks. Mars. I would like those guys if they came. I would be honored to be blown up with one of those green, you know, plasma shots. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bruce. Tell me. What I want to know, well, you've been working on all these projects. Well, the Barney Kessel thing has been 
that um, happened. That happened in the in the time that I uh, was in prison. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, and and paroled. Um, and now that's like you've done so many shows with the group with that you guys did yeah. the album the, the, you've yeah. been doing shows you're still booking shows but now it's taking on a whole new thing can you talk about that that's correct I can I can let I guess I can let everyone know, let the cat out of the bag I've got a new project it's called 100 BC <laughs> and that's... it is basically Chet Atkins and Barney Kessel at 100 they both turned 100. Barney turned 100 in October, just last month. Right. And uh, Chet turns 100 in June. And, of course, I have Barney's guitar now. And Pat Bergeson, who worked with Chet Atkins all those years, has Chet's Super 4000 that Chet had. Now, we should tell the, the listeners, who, if you don't know who Pat is, Pat Bergeson. badass. Yeah, you really, yeah, you've heard him, you just haven't heard of him. Yeah. If, if you haven't. Amazing guitar player, yeah. amazing harp player. In Nashville, player. yeah. And Nashville producer. And, and a great guy. Yeah, and uh, we, we played together over the years. I, I made a record with his wife, Annie Selleck, you know, so we go way back. And he's got Chet's Gibson Super, Super 4000. So Did Chet give, give that to him? Gave it, left oh, that to him. He left yeah. it to him, wow. And so we are going to, like, basically make a recording and do a road trip from Luttrell, Tennessee, which is where Chet was born, to Muskogee, Oklahoma, where Barney was born. And we're going to uh, do a recording and make a big Kickstarter campaign and have lots of people chime in and, you know, make it both great music, storytelling, historical uh, historical references and, you know, education. And, of course, we'll have a lot of fun and, you know, play a lot of wrong chord changes just, just duet yeah oh duet okay cool yeah just the, the two guitars cool man and well and, and, and you know like i say pat not only plays guitar but plays harmonica too. i have never heard him you, dude there. you should hear pat on harmonica. really good player huh you hear my think, guitar too Fuck. you think um like just on any jazz standard like this guy just fucking he's like a two thillman's type yeah, of yeah but he plays a blues harp he makes that thing cool. fucking sing. Yeah. He's, 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 wow. ama- he's amazing. That's yeah. cool. Really cool. And, I don't know uh, him. And he's a badass, of course, guitar player. Yeah. And, and so uh, we're just going to kind of do that. That's kind of my next. It's weird. It's sort of like the extension of the Red Guitar and then the Pole Winners project I did with John Clayton and Jeff Hamilton. And, you know, it all has to do with how, how the musical instruments basically take over your lives, whether you like it or not. It's, you know, maybe the music, but it's also the instruments, too. You know? I love it. And uh, I'm very excited about it. And if people are interested, they can go to my website right now. We haven't announced anything, so the wankers are the first people to hear about it. Well, this, this. we got the hot release. Yeah, this is the hot release. Uh, we're going to be doing some stuff in December just in preparation for it. And... All looks like the project will officially start the end of January. Nice. Now, Scott, do you want to talk about your film? Your my what? Your film? My my X-rated film? Yeah. Oh no, I'll talk <laughs> about the album a little the bit. The catheter story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll talk about the album a little bit. The album is finally done. Well, there you go. There you go. We have to. I'm sorry. We have to stop it there, just due due to time constraints and. And just legal shit, and you know we've got lawyers and stuff now. It's all it's all high tech. Uh, anyway, Bruce told me to stop it there. That's I'm just following orders. What am I gonna do? Uh, anyway, uh, I hope we didn't waste too much of your time. Again, we're gonna just be the uh, the apologising podcast from now on. We're gonna apologise for everything we release because uh, there is a lot more uh, more professional podcasts out there that actually take the time and the care to give you what you need. There's a shitload of them. So uh, I guess when you get to the bottom of the barrel, this is where you come, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, we, we've got more to release, so I guess we're going to do 265. Woohoo! Uh, which will come out, I don't know. It'll come out maybe sometime soon. But anyway, let us know your feedback. Uh, give us some feedback. Do you think we should come back? Do you think we should continue? Or is this it? Are the old guys, two old lesbians, they need to be hung out to dry? Are they done? Am I done? You can tell us, man. Just be clear. Just be honest and open. Should we get Mike? I think we should get Mike. Big Mike. 
don't know if he's that much bigger than me, but anyway, Mike, come on, dude. I keep asking Scott and Bruce. They won't give me your number. Contact me, Mike. This is Michael Landau. I think we should sit down and fuck Bruce off, fuck Scott off, and you and I have a serious conversation. They keep telling me you won't do it, but I think you will. Anyway, all right. Uh, until next time, maybe 2.24, but uh, have a great Christmas, a great holiday, great Hanukkah. Be safe. Love each other. Keep playing that guitar. If you haven't got a guitar, wank mug, you can't get one now. I don't think you can. I don't think they're available. So, uh, But if there's enough orders, we would, we would do it. I don't know. Be a great Christmas present. That would have been a good business model to actually have mugs for Christmas. Damn. All right, I'll talk to Scott and Bruce. All right, guys, be safe. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Uh, someone just loves the sound of their own voice, right? Yeah. Uh, we gotta get a better day job. All right, guys.